Good morning, and welcome to your Damascus Daily Prayer Lab. My name is Sheila, and I am a missionary at Damascus, where we're working to awaken, empower, and equip a generation to live the adventure of the Catholic faith. Today, we're going to be reflecting on a reading from the Gospel of Matthew. This is chapter 21, verses 28 through 32. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. The son said in reply, I will not. But afterwards, he changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered, The first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. So Jesus here is speaking to the chief priests and elders, the religious leaders of the Jewish people, and he's taking up a familiar issue, which is the issue of putting their religious practices ahead of the relationship that they're supposed to signify. He's comparing them to the second son in the parable who received the will of the father in the same way that the Jewish people had received this covenant with God, this invitation to be in relationship with God, to be a holy people who were set apart. And with that came certain practices to signify this special relationship with God that they had, that everything about their lives was intended to be set apart from the food that they ate to the clothes that they wore to the way that they kept time. Everything was different from all of the people around them and was meant to signify that they had a different and special relationship with God. And at its heart, that's great. But what had happened And the issue that Jesus takes up again and again with the religious leaders of his time is that they had become so focused on the minutia of those practices of keeping the law and the commandments to the point where they had forgotten about the purpose of it in the first place, where they had forgotten about the relationship with God. They had failed to keep the main thing the main thing, and that's evident because the main thing had taken flesh and become a man and was standing in front of them, and they didn't recognize him. He points as well to the teaching of John the Baptist that they didn't recognize that the repentance and the invitation that John the Baptist was preaching ahead of Jesus was truly from God and was signifying the new covenant that God wanted to build upon the old covenant that they were so intensely trying to keep. But because of the undue focus on the practice and the, the doing of it, they had failed to recognize what it was pointing towards. And it had gotten bent out of shape to the point where they couldn't see the truth of what God was offering to them, the relationship that he wanted to have with them. Whereas the tax collectors and prostitutes, those who had very obviously turned away from the commandments of God, who were the public sinners, many of them were actually more prepared to receive Jesus' mercy, to repent, and to enter into a relationship with him that was in many ways more authentic than the 
what the Pharisees and the religious leaders were living out through their practices and their this undue concern with the law, forgetting about the one who it signified. And for us today, we can sometimes think, oh, those dumb Pharisees, I would never be like that. I know who Jesus is. I know what it means to follow him. But instead of kind of putting them in a category over there by themselves, it's an invitation for us always to be attentive to the way in which we are living out our faith, that we don't want to let it become something that just becomes a checklist of practices that we go through the motions of and by which we are reassured of our own practice that makes us holy. And that's not to say that we can't have routines, that we shouldn't have times in place that we dedicate to prayer and to receiving the sacraments. Actually, we need those things. Those are very good. The invitation here is just not to let that become everything to the point where we lose sight of the relationship. And if we ever do find ourselves in a place where we are kind of just going through the motions, all it takes is for us to return to the Lord and just make a surrender of our hearts again to him, to invite the Holy Spirit in and to say, Lord, I surrender to you my own holiness. I surrender to you any attempts I'm making to manage my own holiness. And I ask that you who are holy, allow your life and your holiness to be grown in me. Again, this has been a reflection on the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21. My name is Sheila, and to learn more about Damascus and the retreats and events we offer here, please visit us at damascus.net. Thank you, and God bless.